Welcome to the latest United We Stand podcast. I'm Andy Mitten. This podcast is brought to you by Red Army Bet. Go to the website redarmybet.com. 50% of profits will be given back into fans' causes. So have a look at the website redarmybet.com. I'm in Brazil and I'm sat at a table having a drink with Rodrigo Possebon. Rodrigo played for Manchester United eight times. He made his debut in 2008. Uh, he's from the southern Brazilian city of uh, close to Porto Alegre, which is the ninth biggest city in Brazil. It's also the city which gave Manchester United Anderson. And I was looking the other day at um, South American cities where Manchester United players came from. Two came from La Plata, name them. Two came from Porto Alegre, one of them's with me now. And two came from a little city just outside. Uh, Rio de Janeiro so when Manchester United do things in South America they seem to do things in Paz welcome Rodrigo you're speaking now to Manchester United fans listeners to the United We Stand podcast tell people what you're doing now hello everybody it's a pleasure to speak to you and uh, now I'm preparing to be a football director uh, I'm, I'm here with Andy we we are having a drink and changing ideas and uh, my next step will be as a sport director how old are you now 28 when did you stop playing well uh, I didn't have I don't have a date like I I, I, I quit but uh, there's been a long time I'm thinking about uh, change the the area in football and um, it, that's something I like I would like to, to study and prepare for it when did you last play professional football? Oh, this year I, I played the, the Gauchon. Yeah? It's um, the regional championship. Yeah, it's a regional championship here. Against Grêmio, who were the South American yeah, champions. Yeah, we, we played against Grêmio, we played against Internacional. And uh, was a, it's a good, was a good experience to, to play for a club close to my, to my town, to my city. It was the first time uh, I, I was playing around uh, with my friends. They, they could see me very close and uh, after that I had a few offers uh, from Brazil and uh, also from from Asia and uh, but I didn't want to go I think I need to, to step up to, uh, to another area and management as a director of football is, is what I want to do and it's something I will prepare now to do so what do you have to offer you're a young guy how many languages do you speak well, as you said, I'm, I am a young guy, I'm 28 now. I speak uh, Spanish, I speak uh, English and Italian. And uh, I think I have great ideas, I have uh, knowledge to, to work in this area. Of course, I have to spend some time on studying about it, but something I really want to do. Do you not speak Portuguese as well? I do, but uh, for, for the guys who are, who are listening, this doesn't matter to them. <laughs> How did you become a professional football player? What was your background like, close to Porto Alegre? Yeah, I started as every Brazilian player. Yeah, and I started football playing in the streets. And uh, after that, I went to uh, Internacional, where I spent eight years in the youth team. And after that, I, I had an offer from, from Man United. 
you, you you must have been doing well in the youth team at Inter. Yeah. And, and Inter in this part of the world, just so I can explain to listeners, they're huge. Yeah. It's like United and City here, isn't it? Yeah, Inter yeah. and Gremio. Yeah. They're massive clubs. Yeah. 50,000 capacity stadiums. They've been world champions. Gremio, the reigning South American champions. You see their flags everywhere. So you're coming up through, through that youth system of a club who were world champions in 2006. Six. They beat Barcelona. Yeah. And world championship finalists in 2010. Ten. They lost in the same final to Mazembe. Yes. TMZ Mazambi. I could tell you a crazy story about TMZ Mazambi, but I'm not going to go. All right. Patrice Evra's best friend's dad was the top scorer for them. Serious? My head is full of shit. <laughs> I met him. How old were you when you got spotted and how did it happen playing for United? I was spotted at the first time when I was 15. But at the time, um, the president of Internacional didn't want to, to let me go. So the scout came again when I, when I was 17. United scout? Yeah. Then, then he came directly to me and explained the, the offer and the situation. And I went to the club and I said I want to go. Like, it's something that uh, is my dream to play for a big club in Europe. And I want to go now. They were, they were a bit angry with me at the moment because they didn't want to let me go. But I was very convinced that I wanted to go and they understood that. So uh, the clubs negotiate and uh, I could go there. They paid some money for you. Yeah, for me a little bit, not too much. I think I... I, I <laughs> no, I'm joking. Uh, but what's good was unbelievable experience at United, two years and a half, living a dream. Working. So what were your first impressions? What was your first visit to Manchester like? Well, I was 17 at the first time. It was a completely different world. And uh, what I can say... Did you go to the training ground? Did you go to a game? Yeah, I, first of the first trip I had to Manchester, I went. I, I was there for a one week training, and then we we went to. I can't remember who against, but we had. United had a game on Champions League in the middle of the week, and then another game in in the weekend for the Premier League. It was unbelievable. What an experience! Seventy thousand people at the stadium. It was so you great. walked to the stadium. Yeah, what it was. We, okay, we we have big games in Brazil, like as you said, fifty thousand. But it's different. The atmosphere, the environment is something you can't explain. You just need to go there and and, and feel it. And you told me before you you saw the the boys outside the stadium selling the fanzines. Yeah, of course. I was with the the scout, the the guy who who took us to to the game and. I remember to asking him what they, this guy are, are saying about the magazine and he's, he said to me no they, they are selling the magazine so what it was a very nice experience so you met Alex Ferguson in your week at Old Trafford yes was I that did. a trial as well that week you think they were looking at you in a certain way they, they did they did with me with with Fabio and Rafael uh, they came at the same time no they were there one year before okay and uh, it was unbelievable and they, I think it's something they do with the young players because 
of course, I was not playing first team football, so they needed to see me to to see how I would I would react and everything. Who did you train with? I trained the first day with the reserves, and after that with the first team. All the players were there: Scozzi, Giggsy, Ronaldo, everybody. So you're 17 years old training with these guys. Yeah. Did you feel comfortable at that level? Yeah, I did. I did because before uh, before before the trip, I was very concentrated with the situation because I was very young. So I put it in my mind that I, I needed to to do well in this week over over England. So I was very concentrated, and I think I did I did all right. We're in a, a restaurant in Porto Alegre. Um, your city has very, very pretty ladies. Yes, we do. Yes. I don't know where I'm going with this. <laughs> just keep walking past. Don't sound distracted. You're married and I'm married. Yes. <laughs> Trust us, listeners. From this part of the world, three of the world's top ten supermodels are from the Brazilian equivalent of Lancashire. Yeah. It's true, isn't it? Giselle? Yeah, from, from Rio Grande do Sul. Adriana... Ambrosia or Adriana Lima? Yes. From Rio Grande do Sul? I think so. I think it's the mixture of like the immigrants from... Italian and Germany. Yeah. And you had an Italian passport too? Yes, I do have, yes. Did that get you into Europe? Yes. Sure. See how we link we linked seamlessly then between models and back into football? <laughs> So you were offered a two-year contract. You thought you were going to be a reserve team player, first team player. What did Sir Alex say to you? No, he they offered me a three and a half year contract. Okay. They told me, of course, I would start at the reserves, and uh, I did start with the reserves. I spent six months with with the reserves. Uh, we, we won the league, I think, at that moment. Which type of players? What do you mean? Which type? Who did you play with for the reserves? Uh, at the moment, where Richard Eckersley, yes. um, Craig Kafka, Corey Evans, um, who else? Danny Welbeck was coming from the under 18s. Uh, Ron Robert Zieler, the yeah. goalkeeper from Germany. Yeah. Tom Cleverley. Tom Cleverley, drink. Uh, Danny Drinkwater. Drink yeah, we had we had a good team. James Chester. Yeah. Fabian Brandy. Yes. Yeah, yeah, we, we had a good team, good lads. And then in, that was 2007, I think you did well in the, the youth, youth cup, you reached the final. 2008. Okay. Yes, 2008. And then 2008 was the year you made your first team debut. Yeah. Could you see that coming? How did you make that jump? What well, did the manager say to you? I finished the my my well. I signed on January, and I played from January to end of May at the reserves. I think I did all right. And then the next season, I started with the reserves again. And I was in the preseason with the reserves, and uh, I remember Ole Ole uh, came to me and said. The boss needs two players for the preseason in South Africa, and I was, I was like, wow. <laughs> I was very happy, and I went to the the preseason with the first team. Who was the other player? This is no three players: me, is, yeah. Craig Kafka, and um, Quiz Tom Trevely. Collect. Because I, I remember that. Yeah? I remember because yeah. um, I remember Tom making his debut in Pretoria. Yes, against Kaiser Chiefs. 
Yeah, I don't remember the, the opponents. Guys, I remember the. I, I was on that tour. The games were in Cape Town, which was beautiful. We flew to Nigeria after. Yeah, yeah. Some fans travelled from South Africa to Nigeria for that game. Crazy. And I remember um, being asked to interview Tevez in Durban because no one at the club spoke Spanish to interview him. And he really didn't want to do an interview at all. I just started talking to him about the Barra Bravas in Argentina, the hooligans. And his eyes lit up then because most of them are his friends. So your first team debut then came that month. You must have done well pre-season. Yeah. My first, first game of the season was against the uh, Kaiser Chiefs. It was great. I was sacked in the halftime. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, after Kaiser Chiefs, we played uh, Nigeria against Portsmouth. Yeah. And then we flew back to to England. The following game was against Juventus. Friendly match. New new. You played? Yes, I played second half. Played well. I think so, yeah. The boss gave me 20 minutes. And after the Juventus friendly match, we played one friendly match more against... Uh, I, can't for, I can't remember the team. The manager was son of Sir Alex. Peterborough. Peterborough, that's it. And after Peterborough, the season started and I, I made my official debut against uh, Newcastle in the first game yeah you came on as a substitute Giggsy for Giggsy yeah this was unbelievable yeah this was one of the it was the greatest experience of, of my life in football was it? I was 18 yeah 18 first game of Premier League and I remember Giggsy I don't know I think he was he felt something some small injury and I remember Sir Alex was uh, at the bench and he just turned his head back and looked at the bench and said come on come on son <laughs> and it was oh, it was great I played the 20 minutes and we we drew we drew I think new new and something I remember was when the boss after the match and the, the press interview he said that uh, me and Raphael uh, me and Raphael he, he, he said like the boys didn't let us down. It was something I, I can remember and I was very happy with that. So you started featuring, I can remember a game at Portsmouth, if I'm not mistaken, where... Portsmouth was the second game of the season. Right, I was at that. And um, the fans were singing your name. I think the song was something like... Posse bon, bon, bon. Posse, posse, bon, posse, posse, and you, you heard that? You knew it was for you? Yeah. Yeah, I, I remember that. I remember when, when the game finished, that Rio, Rio Ferdinand came to me and he started to sing. Posse, posse, bomb. And, oh, it was very nice. And you were playing. Did you feel like you were establishing yourself as a first-team player or no, was on the fringe? No, not established because I knew... I knew our team, I, I knew the level the, of the, players that we had. So They were the best team in the world. Yeah, at the <laughs> moment we were, yeah. That European yeah, champions. Yeah, yeah. So I, I, knew the, I knew the competition that, that I, had, I had there and I was, I was with my, my feet on the ground. I, I knew that to play and be, to be a regular at, at the time was very difficult. 
and you were not the only Brazilian there, were you? Anderson was there. Yeah, it was was Anderson, Rafa, Fabio, Ronaldo that uh, speaks Portuguese and helped us a lot. Ronaldo? Yes, he did. What was he like as a person? Ronaldo is a very competitive guy. All he wants is to to improve and to keep his level up. He does everything he needs to to be at his best. He train he train like like a monster. He just wants to be the best, and he does everything he needs to to be at his best. So, and as as a person, he's, he's very friendly, helpful. He helped a lot. Uh, of the young players at the moment, especially me, Rafa, Fabio, and uh, and Anderson, and it, it was a great hand at, at the club for us. And this guy had been named the best player in Europe uh, around this time, yeah. 2008, and won the Ballon d'Or. And how did Ferguson keep a player like him in check? Because he was clearly the best player there. Yeah, but the boss just did what he did. <laughs> whole time he was at the at the club for the boss a player never could be above above the club and he did this with with Ronaldo uh, so you'd see him getting told off Ronaldo you'd see the manager tell him tell him yeah enough. all the time I remember once that Ronaldo was not playing in a good match at the first half and we went to the halftime in the changing room and the boss said you have 15-20 minutes to, to start playing if you don't start I will sack you so this, this is just an example of the, the management of the boss did he start playing? yeah he started playing I think he scored I don't remember but I think <laughs> but uh, Ferguson for me is the, is, the, is the best manager ever and he was so so helpful and so kind with us at the club. He treated everybody at the same way, and that's that's why he took the club to to a level that the club is until now. You've been playing a couple of months. You were in the first team, and um, you picked up a, a bad injury against Middlesbrough in a League Cup game at Old Trafford. I don't want to rake it up because I've spoke to you about it before, but I can't not ask you about it because it was a it was a very damaging part of your career. What do you recall about that? But Andy, uh, to be honest, this is a good opportunity to to speak about the injury. Uh, the press, especially here in Brazil, said that I have broken my leg at the moment. I never have broken my leg. To be honest, in 25 days, I was playing again. From the day that I had the injury, 25 days, I was playing again. Uh, of course, it was, it's a, was a, it was a very, it was a very ugly injury. It looked bad. Yeah. But uh, people are still speaking about this injury as, as a reason for, for I, I didn't like. Um, I did went like as a regular yeah. at Man United, but the, the, the injury was not the, the reason. The reason is that I had a lot of good players 
at my position, the club was in a, in a top stage in Europe. In so I had a lot of competitors. The, the injury didn't let me down. Let me down in, in any moment. I, I stopped it for 25 days, and after 25 days, I was training. It just looked bad. Yeah, it just looked. And bad. people felt sorry for you because you were a young yeah. guy, and it looked cynical. And the guy never spoke to you afterwards. No, I remember the club secretary called me the the day next. Middlesbrough secretary. No, no, United. United yes, and uh, she asked me, oh. Middlesbrough are, are calling us and asking if if you can give your mobile. Okay. They want to the, the player Pogatets want to call you. Okay. To apologize. And I said okay no problem. I gave my 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 telephone. But he never but he never called me. Okay. I have no regrets. That is. And I gave my mobile bio, but it's okay. It's something happened in football, and so you gave the number. Yeah, I gave my no. Okay. And what happened then at United? After after the injury, uh, I came back, and of course, I was away 25 days, and I still had had a few games in the Carling Cup because the boss was was putting the young players to play. We won the Carling Cup at the time. I played all the games. I just didn't play the final. <laughs> the boss <laughs> in the final, the boss put the, yeah, yeah. the main players, which is normal. And uh, I was involved all, all, all the season and uh, in, in, in the first team, and it was a great experience, Andy. That is nothing that I can say that I should have done to keep playing. It was a very competitive squad and. I'm, I'm happy for what I have achieved. Who was the best player there after Ronaldo? Post goals. Yeah? No doubt. Really? Really, no doubt. Better than Giggs? For me, same level of players, but Scozzi was unbelievable. To, no words to describe. Who was the best defender? You, you are putting me in... I know, because... <laughs> yeah, I'm asking you to pick apart the best team in the world here. Did you go to Japan? No, 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 I didn't. Good job, save yourself some jet lag. <laughs> and you moved with your partner to Manchester. Yeah, my wife went to, with me to, to Manchester. So you were young, you got married when you were very young. Yeah. My wife um, uh, went me to, to England. Uh, Did she like it? Yeah, she loves Did she speak English? English? Yeah, she does. Did she? When yeah, she yeah. arrived? Yeah, yeah. Did she, you? I, yeah, no, I didn't. I didn't. Uh, not so so because when I was I told you when I was yeah. nine years old I went to America I lived there for one year but uh, oh my my wife she, she, the only thing she doesn't like of England is the weather yeah nobody does how good is Anderson's English when you first arrived in Manchester when when he first arrived he, he didn't speak but after a few months he could communicate. His first interviews in English were some of the best things I've seen on a yeah. screen. He'd like, he'd mix in like random words. Uh, yeah, goal offside coffee and, and with Brazilian words. Brilliant. Oh, and, so... and, and even now my wife loves to hear him speak in English. Yeah. 
Anderson never spoke English, but he always communicated with everybody. Why was Anderson so popular among the players? Why did the manager absolutely love him? Because I think he is the type of, of person he is. He's a happy guy. Nothing worries him. He takes everything very easy. It's just the way he is. He's he's very light guy. He, just happy and face everything with happiness and I think uh, everybody loved him at the club. When did you realize your footballing future would be away from Manchester United? Well, to be honest, uh, when when I had one year left in my contract, I had the offer from Santos, which was very good. Uh, I was not playing regular for the first team. Uh, I spoke to the manager at the moment and I asked him and he said me that um, he would help me to if I wanted to go somewhere else, he, he would understand. And uh, I went to Santos. Santos at the moment were, were playing a, a great football in Brazil. We, we had at the moment Robinho, Neymar, we had Ganso, and uh, after I spoke with the manager, he said, I will help you when you decide to do something, I will, I will do uh, what is best for, for you. And uh, coming to Santos was, was, was a great thing for me. We won the Libertadores, which is the Champions League for the South Americans. So you've got a Libertadores medal? Yes, I do, yeah. Where? Where, where is it? It's my, my house. You have to show me. <laughs> yeah, I will. I will send you a picture. A, this is a really important... Yeah, it's, a, it's an unbelievable tournament. For us in, in South America, it's and like the Champions League. you were playing in the games? Yeah, yeah, you I did. played in the final? Yeah. No, the final I didn't play. I, play, I played around, I think, 80% of the game. Okay. We had a great squad. And you were only 19, 20 years old? No, I was at the moment 21 years Okay. Old. Yeah, 20, 20, 21, And what 20. was young Neymar like? He... He was like he, he's now like uh, tricks, tricks, and uh, free player in the page. Um, oh, it was but it was a great moment at Libertadores. Santos is a good city, no? It's by the Very, beach. No, it's good, a great city. It's uh, 40 minutes from São Paulo. You have a good beach. It's a light city, like it's very, very easy place to live and adapt. And why did you leave Santos? Where did you go next? I, I, I left Santos as a normal part of a football career of a player. I went to Italy. I had an offer from uh, a club in Italy. Which club? Vicenza. I had a good relationship with the director of football there. But uh, Italy was facing a, a difficult moment as economy and as, as football and the club was was struggling but it was it was a great experience I never I have never played in Italy and as I have the passport was something that I wanted to do I played once for the under 20s national team we played against Germany we lost 4 new which players yeah, it was just uh, Gotze Mila uh, wow! Cross, <laughs> those players. Yeah. Did Italy have any 
players who reach that level? Yeah, just Immobile, the striker. Right. And then you went back to South America, you played at different clubs in Brazil? Yeah, I played uh, for different clubs in Brazil. I went to the Middle East, which was a great experience. Bahrain, yeah. which is a country with, uh, how can I say, it's very small football, yeah. but was it, it was a great experience and uh, experience as a human being. Like I've ne I was never been to to Middle East, and it was nice. And you were playing in Brazil right up until now. Yeah. Just enjoying being a footballer. Yeah. Here, here in Brazil. And looking forward now, you want to be a sporting director. Yes, I do. That's something I've, I've been thinking from a long time, uh, and uh, it's something I want to prepare to. I want to study for it. Who's the best player you ever played with? Cristiano Ronaldo. Who's the funniest player? Anderson. Who's the best player you played against? Del Piero. Yeah? From Juventus. Can you remember the words to any United songs? Ah, uh, yes, I do. Uh, I, I like the, the, the song that we hear when before the the game is starting how is it um, uh, take me home take me home yeah take me home yeah <laughs> this was very nice ronaldo's song is very nice viva ronaldo it's a shame he didn't stay yeah it was but i spent i spent two years and a half and i think no ronaldo it's a shame ronaldo didn't stay yeah yeah, but he spent five years and yeah. he wanted to Six go. Six even, yeah. Six years, yeah. yeah. I suppose if you're from his culture, Real Madrid is a bigger draw than Manchester United. and He's won a lot of trophies since going there, hasn't yeah, he? But he, uh, going to Real Madrid was something he wanted to do. So you knocked around with these guys. What did you used to do after training? Where did you go out socialising? Wilmslow, Alderley Edge, Manchester? No, no. I used to live at uh, another area. I used to live close to Hale. Yeah. So uh, outside the pitch, I was always in the city center. Um, I, I always wanted to 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 know about the city and to to how can I say. To enjoy the, the things that the, the city could could deliver, like uh, sometimes I would I, I was to go to the um, museums. I my my wife was studying uh, English class, and uh, she had um, many visits in different parts of the city. And sometimes I I joined her, and uh, to understand, I, I I always think that what football gave me was not something inside the pitch I want to acquire a culture and to understand the the customs of, of the other countries that I've been so you went to museums I don't think most United players go to museums yeah, did, did Anderson ever come with you no he didn't he was always busy I, I, I went to the museums because my wife was was doing an, an English classes and she went a few times and 
she she was always inviting me, and I said, okay, I will go with you. It was a good experience. I went to the a few music concerts in the men arena. Yeah, it was very nice. Who? I can't remember. But it was not a big show. It was not someone very famous. I, I don't remember the name of the of the singer. And then you went back in 2015. Yes. Went back to Carrington, said hello to people. Yeah, it was very nice to to meet the people again. It was a shame that a lot of things have changed. Many people that was at at my time were not in, were not working there anymore. But I could find some 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 people. I spoke to Warren Joyce, who was my my coach at the time. It was nice to to remember my early times and in England. Do you still watch United now on television? Yes, I do. Of course, I'm always watching the European football. I'm a football fan first of all, and I'm always connected to to football all over the world. Hey. Are United still popular here in Brazil? Yeah, they I do. see United shirts, but it worries me. I see a lot of Manchester City shirts around Porto Alegre now as well. But I think that's because of the moments of of the of the football results. Like City are in a good in a good shape at the moment. They are leading the Premier League. They play for me the best football in Europe. So that's why you can see at the short term more of the city fans around here in Brazil but uh, by far united have more tradition than than other english club united are the most f- famous club in in brazil finally is is jose mourinho the man to get manchester united back to the top yes i think so you you cannot you cannot uh, say mourinho is not uh, is not uh, the right manager for the job. Mourinho have won a lot of titles in a lot of uh, all the leagues of him, that he has been working with. He won Italian league, already English Premier League. But I think he's facing uh, difficulties because of, of the change of the management. Like the boss, Sir Alex, was there for 26 years, so. Any manager, any manager that you would put there would would struggle at the moment. I think it's something normal. In the next few years, I think United will continue to to win titles, and I hope I hope to see that. Thank you for your time. Uh, good luck in becoming a, a sporting director. Thank you, Andy, and uh, hope to see you in England again soon. Yes, yeah, soon I I will go there, no doubt. Thank you. And any message finally to United fans who will be listening to this? I want to send a big hug to all the United fans. No, Popega. Valeu. Sorry, it was a Portuguese guy. Popega, Popega, no problem. And uh, I just want to send a big hug and uh, I hope to see you soon. I want to, to work again in England and uh, that's something I will prepare to, to do. And thank you very much, Andy. Nice to see you.